Welcome to episode seven of season 14 of the Growing Empire show. Today is our question and answer segment. So please stay tuned. Welcome to Growing Empires, hosted by real estate entrepreneur and trusted investment advisor, Jennifer DeJesus. Growing Empires provides insight to building wealth through passive income-producing real estate investments for those who want to build and manage a more profitable real estate portfolio. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to get right into our question and answer segment as per the usual We've received quite a number of questions by our listeners, and they're very good. So I can't wait to jump right in. Question number one, I know you own a title company, but I'm curious what made you start one, and what do you feel that they do differently than the others? That is a great question. Actually, it's not something I get often asked, so uh, I appreciate the question. The reason that I started a title company was because I was trying to focus on building services and systems that surround investing, successful investing. And because I have been in the real estate business for a decade and a half, I have had quite the experience dealing with all sorts of title companies mortgage companies and and other partners to a transaction. And and what I mean by that is, you know, when you're helping an investor buy an investment property, it's not just you and the investor, right? It's you and the investor and then the agent on the other side, which is usually the the seller uh, and the seller's agent. And if your buyer is getting leverage or getting financed from a bank, they are going to be involved. So you've got the lender and the underwriter for the bank. And then you have the title company or the attorney that would handle the closing and facilitate the closing. And, you know, there's, there could be other people besides that, but those are the traditional amount of people involved in a transaction. So what I got to learn very quickly is that the only way that I could control my client's experience in the whole transaction is to control the whole transaction, meaning that you know, if we were to facilitate title insurance and title services, title abstract, we could control their experience. You know, in some respects, I expect that maybe in the future, we're also lending money for the same reason. But I got so frustrated, you know, coming from a customer service background, I realized how critical customer service as a whole is, not only just for the transaction, but for a a lifelong relationship, business relationship that you have with this client. And because investors are not like one-time buyers, you know, it's not the house they live in, right? So they're not, they don't just buy one and live there for five or 10 years and then maybe buy again in the future. They buy these properties and they keep buying. So these are people that I need to come into contact with on a regular occurrence. So I found it really necessary to be able to control the experiences that they were getting. The other thing is, is that we deal with a lot of -of out-of-state investors. So the one thing that the investor will not have coming to us is any kind of network or any kind of relationship with anybody local to the transaction. And, you know, that title company is, is literally the protection between a good deal and a really bad deal. 
And, you know, I think people don't pay attention to how critical title insurance and the abstract of title is in the context of what you're doing. But when you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe in some cases, um, your life savings and or the largest investments that you will ever own, it is really critical that you are making sure that you are protected and that title insurance and that abstract of title, that title search that they're doing is that critical component. And if it's not done or it's done by somebody that is not as experienced or not as seasoned, you're going to run into problems, not just in the actual initial transaction, but long-term issues that could prevent you from selling the property down the road. And, and I just find that that is a risk too great to allow any of my investors to actually take. So partly, you know, my choice to open a title company was to have some control over the experiences because not all title agents are created equal. I found people that don't follow up and they don't do their due diligence and they just, they're just terrible customer service people. And for my clients that are out of state, you know, they just don't want to be hassled with nonsense. They want a title company that's going to work for them because after all, the t- you pay the title company. As the buyer, you're paying the majority of the fees to the title company. So if I am the client of the title company, I expect a certain level of service. And I was just not consistently getting that. As a matter of fact, I was watching clients time and time again, just have terrible experiences, terrible service. And I just was not satisfied with it. So I started the title company because I wanted to control that. You know, the other critical component is the fact that this is your best investment. This is where the most amount of money is spent for any one person is in real estate as a whole. And whether you're buying a home for yourself or you're buying a home, you know, as an investment property, this is a critical component, right? You would never buy a brand new car without car insurance. Well, you should never buy a property without title insurance. And it's not just as simple as somebody signing an endorsement or a binder saying, hey, you've got insurance. You need to make sure that that title agent did the due diligence and they have followed that search and that they have dotted every I and crossed every T because if they didn't and if they made the slightest mistake you could not be able to sell that property in the future or you could have bought a bad asset, meaning that you don't actually really own it because the the transfer was never legal to begin with and nobody wants to be in that situation. So why did I open a title company? Because I wanted to make sure that my clients continued to have the exceptional service that they expected from me and I wanted to continue to provide that. And number two, I wanted to make sure that I had the best of the best, most experienced title agent in the industry that could make sure that every I was dotted, every T was crossed, and that my clients were protected. And that's why I decided to open that title company. For the other part of your question, what do we do differently? And I think I just explained that, but I'll I'll go a little bit more into detail. What we do differently is that Michelle the title agent, Michelle Bechtold. First of all, she's a rock star. She's been in this business for two and a half decades, far longer than I've been in, in real estate. And she is the most knowledgeable, most experienced title agent I have literally ever worked with. It took me forever to find her. And I was so lucky to be able to bring her on and bring her to the team. 
And she's been with me since the inception of Steel Abstract. And I couldn't be more proud of the partner that I have on my side because she just really is the best of the best. There is not one person in the industry that I have literally ever met or have ever done business with that I think is better than she is. She goes out of her way to make sure that our clients are cared for, that every detail is is checked. She makes sure that if she questions things, she gets the attorneys involved. Uh, but she is diligent. She is religious in her her methods and how she does that. She is extremely highly rated. I, you know, I don't know if you know this, but you know, title companies have to go through audits. Right is the best way to describe them. And all underwriters audit all of our files. And you know, to have a A plus 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 rating is like having the Better Business Bureau uh, rate you. And and. Every single time from the time of inception to today, I can tell you that she always gets an A++ rating. She never misses a beat. And and we are just so fortunate to have her. And that's why I opened a title company. I really wanted to provide that extra layer of protection from somebody that I could trust to be very diligent, to protect our clients and protect their interests. And, you know, really build that relationship, that foundation with the underwriters that are ensuring the transactions and just really make sure that our clients got the best of the best and that they could not get it anywhere else. And I am confident, I am more than confident that we deliver on that service every single transaction, every single day. But great question. The episode will continue in just a moment. As an investor, we know it's important to stay on top of market trends and real estate opportunities that add value to your portfolio. We also know that having a trusted source of reliable information to help you stay a step ahead of other investors is critical to your success. If you're interested in having these types of resources, as well as access to me and my team, I invite you to join the Empire Investment Club, a free service that gives you an easier way to make sense of today's and tomorrow's real estate opportunities. As a member of the Empire Investment Club, you'll get access to relevant resources and investment-focused experiences such as live interactive webinars, market trend presentations, and investor socials designed to equip you with what you need to succeed. So whether you're an active investor, passive investor, a combination of both, or just starting out, the club is where you'll get what you need to build a portfolio you love. To join, just head over to jenniferdejesus.com, sign up, and we'll see you in the club where everyone's on a journey to becoming a better investor. Next question is who chooses the title company and how can you avoid dealing with a bad one? Uh, great question again. So the buyer is always the one that chooses the title company. And if you're the buyer, how you avoid choosing the wrong one is number one, I would do your own research. I would talk to the title agent. I would talk to people that are going to refer you to the title agent. So the last thing you want to do is go to the yellow pages or the white pages, whatever they are today, go to Google and just select one. You just never want to do that. Uh, you really need to get a reference or a recommendation from somebody in the industry. A lender could be a good reference. Your real estate broker or agent could be a great reference. Uh, but you want to make sure that if they have stake in that referral that you know about it, um, it's required by the state of Pennsylvania to disclose this type of stuff, any kind of business relationship. So you want to make sure that they're not just referring you to a title company just because they make an extra buck on it. You want to make sure that they are legitimately going to stand behind that title company in their performance and their services to you. 
But do your own due diligence and make some phone calls and ask about the chain of title and ask about, you know, some of the recent fraudulent instances and things that have happened and and just see what, you know, what this person has to say on the other line. Um, If you can't get a recommendation or a referral from somebody that you can trust, then I would take the extra initiative to make some phone calls and, and really do some research on your own. Again, even your local attorney, um, maybe your accountant, maybe your insurance provider for like your dwelling policies, they could provide you a good reference as well. Um, but I would definitely do that. And then after you get that reference, also check their Google reviews and their Yelp reviews and see what other consumers are saying about them. But don't be afraid to call up a title company and say, hey, how many claims have you had recently and what have they been about? And uh, see if they're willing to answer those questions for you because anybody worth their weight in gold in this industry is not going to be afraid to talk to you and knows exactly what you're asking. So don't be afraid to ask questions. If you are a seller, how do you avoid dealing with a bad one? That's a little bit more tricky because you're not actually the one picking the title company. But I have definitely educated my sellers on requesting a use of a specific title company. So for example, Steel Abstract to the point that it may not be worth it for them to take a deal or take a a specific offer or a buyer if they're going to have this hassle and potential issues down the road. You know, when a seller decides to sell a property, they're selling the property. They want to end, you know, their relationship with that property. And if you pick a bad title agent or the buyer picks a bad title agent, you could be the receiver of issues down the road that are not, not only just potential fraudulent issues, but you could also be the victim of other issues that are present with the transfers of title. So if you are the seller, one of the things that I could suggest is that you request, you know, a certain use of a title company. And if they're not willing to do that, then maybe you don't accept their offer because I think that's uh, really, that's just as critical as the price that somebody's willing to pay for your home is making sure that the title transfer and everything is going to go seamlessly. Okay. Great questions. Next question is, what is your opinion on buying property from a sheriff sale or a foreclosure sale? I actually personally think it's a great move. So great question. You know, I think that in any kind of changing market, uh, especially like one that we're in today, I think it's really critical to be resourceful and to find other opportunities. Now, the challenge with sheriff sales or and or foreclosures is that the auctions are something you have to attend, usually in person. They require a lot of due diligence on your part and you have to be, you have to really have a partnership with a good title company. Otherwise you're really risking a lot of, a lot of potential issues. And what I mean by that is before you would ever buy a property from a sheriff sale or a foreclosure, I highly suggest that you have a preliminary search done. And if you have a good relationship with a title company that does a lot of transactions for you, they'll be happy to pull a title search for you to let you know what type of liens are on the property or encumbrances, any kind of deed restrictions, uh, just things that you would need to know that you may not know by just looking at records or Googling the information. The other thing to keep in mind is that, you know, there's this kind of this mantra of, you know, buyer beware, right? So it's it's your responsibility to always do your due diligence. You're not going to have a good case to go back and say, well, the bank didn't disclose or the seller didn't disclose. I mean, that would be a really hard thing to overcome. So you're going to want to make sure you do a title search. You're going to want to make sure you do your, your research on the property. 
One of the challenging things with sheriff sales and foreclosures is sometimes you're not able to access the property. So, for example, if they're going to go to auction and let's just say, for example, there's somebody still living in the property, because if you're going to a foreclosure sale, that property hasn't been foreclosed. The auction is actually the thing that creates the foreclosure. So there could still be the the borrower or the person that is defaulting on their mortgage still living in the property. The bank is only looking to transfer their risk and transfer the the debt that's on the property and get essentially a payoff for it. They are not looking to deal with the occupant. So a lot of times in a foreclosure uh, auction, the occupant still lives there unless they've decided on their own to leave ahead of time. So you could potentially be dealing with somebody you have to evict Uh, You could be dealing with different types of liens and not every lien is transferable from owner to owner. Uh, But that's, again, what a good title agent will help you identify is what liens could potentially be, you know, your responsibility when you take on the property. And if there's any deed restrictions or things like that, um, easements, uh, different things that would affect the ownership and the rights to use the property and the land, those would all be things that a title agent would really be able to help you with. So before you ever go to buy anything from a sheriff, seller, foreclosure, make sure that you've had you've done your due diligence. If you can get access to the property and you can go in and actually do an inspection, I highly recommend that you do that. That's not always the case. And a lot of times they'll say, don't bother the occupant, but that doesn't mean you can't drive by and walk around the property or something of that nature. So I definitely think share sales and foreclosures are, are good options for you. If you have no experience, make sure you seek the help of an experienced broker or real estate agent. An attorney could also help you with this. Uh, a title agent could definitely help you with this, but you're going to need a team because it does take a lot of time and a lot of energy to source properties. And you have to look through a lot to find that needle in the haystack that makes a lot of sense. So before you go and put the effort into trying to buy properties from auction, specifically sheriff sales and foreclosures, just make sure that you build your team of reliable consultants to help you identify the best properties to buy from those auctions. Great questions. Last but not least, what do you advise a buyer to do to avoid being the victim of fraud? Again, just a really, really great questions this week. So appreciative. How to avoid being the victim of fraud? Make sure that you have a good, reputable title company, number one. Because fraud happens when people miss things, okay? So for example, a title company misses that the seller that is trying to sell you the property is not the legal owner of the property. So they're essentially fraudulently trying to sell for whatever reasons, maybe a dispute between spouses, you know, that are getting divorced, maybe a dispute between kids and and parents. It could just be a flat out scam. Somebody's just trying to take money. Um, but that's one of the ways that you avoid being the victim of fraud. It's so critical to have that experienced title agent because there's so many ways that fraud can happen. Wire fraud, ownership fraud, um, identity fraud. I mean, there's so many different things. So make sure you have a very experienced title agent to work with you. And it's not a bad idea to have an attorney also represent you if you don't have a relationship in that state with a good title agent that you may be investing in. But that's how you do it. And ask a lot of questions. Um, you know, when you get your title commitment and you get a copy of the deed and, you know, read it, actually go through it, ask questions, ask, ask to review the title search that came back. 
um, and just see if there's any things that you're noticing that you're not sure about. But really do your own research and then really spend some time talking to your title agent or your attorney and making sure that, again, every I is dotted and every T is crossed. And that's the best way to help you avoid being the victim of fraud. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and these great questions. And this concludes the question and answer segment for season 14. And until next time, take care. For more information about how Jennifer can help you plan, develop, and manage a strong real estate investment portfolio, visit growingempires.com.